just the two of us. Back in action, it's mm. the kid, Jay Philly, with Marky Mark, and the boys are buzzing. Oh, yeah, kid. You know, we had a fucking blast on this past Friday, but now things are just back to the way they are. Yeah. This is all natural. Very true, kid. Cheers, my man, as per usual. Marky, I caught a little flack from you the other day because I've started drinking these new Trulies. Yeah, buddy. I'm. I mean, you know me. I'm not. I'm not a big. Not a seltzer kind of guy. I like my brews. I like them cold, and I like them served in a pint glass. Now I do too, but I also dabble. I'm a Renaissance drinker. I dabble amongst many different kinds mm -hmm. of alcohol, um, and I was never a fan of the Trulies. Like okay. Just, no, no, like the standard white can ones, the ones that they came out with to counter like White Claw. I don't even know if Truly was around before White Claw, but it didn't feel like they were even around once White Claws yep. became huge. Just because like nobody wanted Trulies at that point, um, unless you're a psycho. But these new Trulies, somebody somebody gave me one. I believe it was Colich gave me one for the first time, and I tried it. And dude, they're actually really good. Well, there you go. They have they have the black cherry, and they're all mixed with lemonade. Is the reason that they're better now. Interesting. But in my opinion, these are really close to White Claw. Okay. In terms of like how much I like them. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's still seltzer. And yeah. like you said before, I would still choose a beer over a seltzer. But, you know, I got to watch my weight a little bit. We're a little deep into quarantine. And uh, and I'm just not feeling my best. And so I need to be efficient right, when it comes right. to my lighter stuff. Right. What, uh, what are you drinking today? Well, I mean... Sucks, cause right now mid finals week, I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to stay clean. I'm not trying to drink too much, so I'm having a nice little bubbly, sparkling water. Oh my god! Yeah, he's been ripping me about my Trulies, and he's the one out here not boozing. Hey, I'm trying to be a good student and at least make it through finals. I mean, you have the freedom. I don't. That's true. The summertime is out there. It's like near. It's near. I'm reaching out for it. You can I, see got, the I, got, I got this last fucking wall of finals that I got to get past, and then I have the freedom. How many do you have left? Uh, I still got three. I had my first one today. Did you crush it? I mean, as, as every high roller does. As every high roller does who gets to take an online test at home with absolutely no supervision does? Yeah. It sounds like about what everybody would do. But I'm glad you're out knowledge here being 1, honest. Knowledge 1,000. Knowledge 1,000. Well, actually, if you... If actually, you, correction. Knowledge 1. Yeah, knowledge one. Mark one, fucking online test zero. But I'll be honest with you, I've, I've seen Marky grinding. He's been grinding for these tests. Yeah. And by that I mean he pulls his computer out about ten minutes before <laughs> and looks at the notes and then gets ready to rock. So Grab the book, grab the notes, quick look over, and then we're in it. I hadn't seen you in like two days, though. You were holed up. Yeah. You went home and you just did not come back. I said I was even over at the boys' place the other day. And I said, this is insane. Usually, Marky just finds any excuse to procrastinate. And I said, watch. He'll come over to my place at like, or at our, to our place at like 5 p.m. today. Yep. And be like, so are we like doing dinner? Just <laughs> to like not have to do work. No, I've been cooking my own meals. I've been hanging out at home. I've been grinding out, working on papers, like studying for your exams, all that. It's like. I want to I want to get this out of the way so I ha so I have the summer to relax. Been a big independent guy, huh? Oh yeah, that's pretty knows, sweet. Knows Johnny knows. Knows Marky knows. Cheers to that. God. Knows God, I love that shit. But if you uh, if you're not gonna be drinking though, you still owe it to the people 
You know how we do every Wednesday. For sure. Marky's Mixies is a thing, no matter whether you're drinking or not. But this one's going to come with a grain of salt because now, now you have to question Mark's integrity about his drinks. Oh, fuck off. I'm fucking with you, Mark. What do you got for us? All right, so I'm going with a little Crown Vanilla and Cherry Vanilla Coke. I don't think in my entire life I've actually seen Cherry Vanilla Coke. Dude, you're missing out. Where do you Cher- find that? At the Target. end of a rainbow? Fucking Target. Like, you name it. Any grocery store probably has it. But yeah, I've been getting cherry vanilla Coke, mixing it with a little crown, like crown vanilla. Uh-huh. Because you're getting the vanilla from the from the Coke, add a little cherry finish to it, mix with the vanilla from the crown. It's a whole lot of vanilla. It's a perfect mix. It's the vanilla It's, a, it's meant to be. I like it. I don't think I've ever tried that. I've had, I've had uh, crown vanilla. Jesus, I don't know why vanilla is Vanilla. Vanilla. And, uh, and it's good. But are you, what are you putting this over? Ice? Yeah, just over this? ice and a... In a nice little low ball glass and just sip it slow. Enjoy it. Low ball. Yeah. <laughs> You're a low baller. <laughs> what are we listening to while we're drinking this, Bo Mark? Ooh, have you, John? Do you know the band King Harvest? The band King Harvest? No. King Harvest. I no, bet you know their song. What's the song? Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh, my Lord. That's so funny. You could have given me a million guesses if you would have just said the name of the song for who, like, made it. I would have never known that. <laughs> King Harvest. That's one of the best songs ever. Though. Hells yeah, buddy. I love that song. It is a nice little... You get your body rocking to it, honestly. We do. You get a body rocking, and then uh, the trailer comes a-rocking, because <laughs> the ladies love it, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Marky, this past couple weeks, we've been waiting for the day that is at the brink of coming to us yes. finally. This Friday. Moving well, no, day. Moving no, day, my no. bad. Yes. Oh, thi- this, thi- oh, you're thinking Friday. Yes, because that's when you get to end your uh, That's when you get to end your sobriety, essentially. Yes, that's when I end my sobriety. And the partying begins, kid. Oh, we're going to get absolutely ruined I mean, on we, Friday. We, we've already covered this in the chat. We're getting fucked up. Yeah, you dibs the couch, I dibs the side yard. We have a we have a lot of stuff that's going to yes. happen. I mean, everybody's on the same page. Oh, everyone wants to get blackout this. I think weekend. everybody at St. Thomas is getting ready to get blackout on Friday. St. Paul is in for a reckoning. It's going to be a riot this week. It's going to be a riot. They're going to be riots. I mean, just think about all. Fuck quarantine. Fuck quarantine. We're rioting. It's going to be, let's put it this way, it's going to be a lot hotter than usual and global warming is going to feel like it's actually coming through through to yeah. St. Paul because the amount of backyard fires that are going to be Holy happening at night, shit, it's going to be warm in these parts. I cannot so. wait. But yes, Noah, you were on another topic there right before I cut you. What is it? Ne- not this Saturday, next Saturday. Yep, the first I think is where you're going with June this, eh? 1st, kid. It's coming. Everything comes back. The frat house is together. Yep, the frat house is together. Yeah, I believe that's when the bar's open. The bar's too. open too. Uh, we got to figure out what capacity. I've, I've seen twenty-five and I've seen fifty. Yeah. But either way, I'll be damned if I don't show up to. The I'll bars. be at. I'll be at one. I'll be at one bar. I don't know which one yet, but I will be at one. We'll have to see if the mecca is open. The trailer drive park. It's either that, or I might have to send my good old friend Tiffany. Diffs one time? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll probably... I want to see what it's going to be like. Yeah. I feel like that's... Like, a lot of people are thinking that, but at the same time, everybody's back home, you know? For sure. So, she could be packed. She could not be. It, well, I mean, It'll packed be. as can be. Yes. But uh, we'll just see if we're waiting in the line like stupid freshmen, you know, <laughs> yeah. to get into the bar, or if we're exactly. just going to be able to exactly. walk right on in. Yeah. But either way, I mean, it's going to be a blast. Plus, 
The other bright side is is the casinos are opening again. That is true. So we get more than just uh, restaurant entertainment, bar entertainment. We actually get to gamble again. And speaking of other things coming back, sports are coming back. We have sports again, ladies and gentlemen. We have the match coming on. Yep. The match comes on on Memorial Day. That's the Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson match, Mm -hmm. which we'll be getting into. We have Bundesliga, which for all of you that Bundesliga. don't know. Bundesliga. Bundesliga is the German soccer league. Das ist gut. Das Sehr ist gut. gut. Ja, very good, ja. Möchten Sie meine Brustfarce no. no. lecken? Nein. 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 Yeah. But uh, that Nein. is back. There's no fans in the stands, uh, as to be expected. Nice I do it without even thinking. But that's as Your to be expected. You don't even know it? <laughs> Indubitably. Um... Also, we have the English Premier League, which will be coming back. That is huge for Europe, especially mm. the United Kingdom. When I was in London, I yeah, let me flex that one more time. For all you that don't know that, I uh, watched a whole shit ton of English Premier League games. And for all you that think that soccer is boring, listen, is. I get it. Sometimes it is. But the English Premier League, if you want entertainment, is as good as it gets other than the World Cup. World Cup is untouchable. But that comes back June 1st. There will be no fans in the stands once again. So nice. I had to say it twice. You're welcome. Um, and so if you're looking for something to bet on, I bet on EPL a lot. I have a lot. And uh, that should be fun. Soccer, yeah. soccer is statistically the most predictable game there is to bet on. Yep. So you have that going for you if you're looking for that. Um, and finally, there's been talks about the MLB season coming back. Well, the owners have been doing a lot of talk. The players are a little more against that. Yes, and and that's because they're talking 50-50 revenue. But they also made a lot of new rules. Do you see the new rules they put in place? I did not see the rules. There's a three-batter rule for pitchers now. You have to face – you know how you can bring a guy in at any point? He could face one guy, like get out of an inning. You have two outs, you bring him in, he gets the out, you take him out for the next inning. You can't do that anymore. He'd have to at least get the first two outs of the next inning. Or at least face the next two guys of the next inning. Okay. Until he could be taken out. My bad. But that's like a real issue for specialists too, yeah. you know. So that's going to create some controversy in the game. But I mean, that happened in the NFL when they moved the PAT back, you know. True. And like, think about how much people like that now. It actually makes PATs relevant. You yeah. Know? Before, the only way they'd ever not go in, they'd get blocked. Or, so, or you're just an, a fucking terrible kicker. Yeah. Or you're Blair Walsh. Or you're Blair Walsh. <laughs> Ouch! Didn't Wind need up. to dig into. Uh, yeah. Dig into the Vikings fans hurts. like that. Still hurts. Um, but other than that, the owners, like we said, offered the deal, and the players weren't a big fan of it. Bryce Harper actually countered the owner's deal Ooh. and made up his own kind of idea for how the season would go, and it's pretty intelligent. He's talking about right. having a 135-game season, um, and the way, that it, the way that it would run is, is they would have games essentially like every day of the week – with, I believe he said off days every two weeks, like every, maybe it was every other week, I can't remember. Okay. But essentially doing 135 games rapidly and just getting it over with and, and then uh, delaying the season's beginning for the next two years to account for the time that they'd have to do it in. Interesting. So saying that next year's season should start in May and then after that, April, and then finally bring it back to March. Interesting. Yeah, it's in a super intelligent idea from it. From yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's just a guy that wants to play his sport, you know? For sure. And so far, it's seeming like they can do it. I've heard rumblings that these uh, these major leagues are looking for hub cities to play their games. Interesting. 
you see they're talking about Vegas being a hub city and I think uh, Vancouver being one for like the NHL. They're finding cities that they think that they can host every game at, which honestly, if you're a sports fan, is a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Because dude, like, think about that. If you are a baseball fan, you get to watch, I mean, you already basically get to watch yeah, games yeah, every day. I get yeah. But now your team will legitimately be playing like every day. Yeah. There will be no off days. Yeah. So if you're a Twins fan, you get a Twins game like well, six, seven days fuck a week. Fuck even cheering for your team. That's a better's paradise. It is a better's paradise. I mean, like, I, I can't think of anything more tangible. John, you're going to be dropping like 12, 13 team parlays every day. In the, word, in the words of Kenny Powers, and this is the end, I'm going to be dropping loads all over this house if yeah. that actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I can't even, it's hard to put it into words for me. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And, Marky, I know you're going to be there along the way. You, you're you're a baseball betting guy, oh, yeah. so we'll have some fun. Speaking of bets, though. We, we got a couple match. extra. We do have a couple extra. And I think we need to go into this uh, and talking about it because there's some more fun thing, More fun. Funner. More fun. Either or. Sounds Jesus. bad. Either way. Yeah. But. <laughs> there's some things about the match that I'm really excited about. And okay. we've been doing some more research and trying to trying to fine-tune things. And I'll tell you what, right now I'm still a fan of Tiger and Peyton. Yep. And actually, what I what I found out was, you know how we talked about Tiger having the advantage being from Florida and probably yeah. played, played this course? This is him, him and his son's home course. Ooh. This is their home course. Him and his son both belong so there and golf he there. He knows his mother all the time. Like the back of his hand. Dude, so you know, you know Men Dakota like yeah, the back yeah, of his hand. Yeah, Imagine yeah. you're fucking Tiger Woods and you offer to play a game for charity at Men, Men Dakota. You know, like. Uh, still, that charity might be fucked if I was playing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but this is a guy of high skill and probably massive schlong capacity. Showing up to his home course where he drops dick on the weekends on the men's league. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this kid or this dude is going to come in and just teach these kids a lesson. Yep. Like I almost feel bad for Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady at this point. This is Tom's introduction to Florida is going to be a huge loss. Yeah. You know, that's a tough look when you're looking to be the quarterback. Welcome to your new state. And you get fucked. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. But there's two, there's two bets, Marky. Uh, that that interests me right now, right. and they're both. One of them's. I guess they're both technically. What props. you got? What you got? What you got? I have. So there's a there's a bet pertaining to Phil Mickelson's headwear. Okay. There's two options. He either wears a visor or just like Let a me standard guess the other ball. One. He cap. doesn't. Yeah. No. Or just a standard ball cap. Yeah. There is no option for no hat. He always so, wears a hat. So I think no hat's a push. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No hat is. <laughs> we'll, a get push. we'll get into that at a different time. Yes. That is. No. We're not thinking about that. Okay. But uh, well, I have thinking for that. I have Phil wearing a visor at minus 150. Ooh. Phil Mickelson is a classic dude. I think he's going to throw down one of those bim- big, like, mm-hmm. what's this What's this part of the hat? The, the the front part above the brim? You know how yours has the like bill? a... bill? No, 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 no. This. This part right here. This? The, the, top, the top part where the logo usually is. That's like stiff, you know? Bitch, I don't fucking know. Yeah, we're getting too much into the science of it. But I it's, have... It's a... Hat with the top cut out. <laughs> it's a it's a hat. We'll leave it as it's a hat. But I have Phil wearing a visor at minus 150. The juice isn't great, but I think this is a super safe bet. And compared to some of the other bets, you're going to get a I'm lot a, less I'm juice. I might counter you. Might counter me and go hat? I might counter you and go hat. We can make a gentleman's agreement closer to the, uh, closer to the yeah. match happening. I'd be okay with that. For sure. And then moving on, we have the, the other bet that I like is Tiger and Peyton 
to be leading after nine holes. I'm going to agree with that straight up because, I mean, I already think that Tiger and Peyton are going to – We're both on the same page about them winning. Kill and, the, and the reason that I like this bet so much is is they could be winning by one hole. Yeah. Even if they play a good game, realistically, you're you're betting on the team that you think is going to come out hot. And I think that in this in this case scenario, it's going to be the team that has the better side golfer, which would be Peyton, in yep. terms of Peyton and Tom, and the guy that plays at this course like every day, like all the time, you know, yeah. not necessarily every day, but has the most experience. I think that that gives you an edge until Mickelson finds out how fast the greens are, you mm-hmm. know, or like how narrow their fairways are, so things like that. So subtle nuances that Tiger will know that my, he won't. My my question for this: Are they going in without playing any warm up rounds? this course so that's something that hasn't been really publicly talked about i'm assuming that it probably will be a no okay uh but either way i i i don't know how much of a difference that totally makes except for maybe like tom and Peyton. yeah i mean like it might help so you get like a better read yeah that's true i mean there could be that but i don't know because if they're although a lot of shit's open in florida like if phil's going in blind then yeah well i mean he's He's still Phil Mickelson at the end of the day, but oh, yeah, going sure. in blind is still harder than going in. So that's, yeah, practice. that's what I wonder right now. So but... we'll have to we'll have to look at that, but I haven't seen anything about okay. that. But I think that that's good. And even I looked the other day the match. Uh, it was originally minus one eighty for Tiger and Peyton. It's now minus two ten. So Ooh. people have been hammering. People know the line. And the the interesting part is that I actually didn't know. Um, I looked up the lefty advantage in golf. Yep. Because I'd heard that lefties have an advantage at Augusta, at the Masters. And one thing I didn't realize about left-handed golfers, that is when you break down the science of it, they're actually at an advantage because if you're, like, left-handed, your brain has, like, more symmetrical, like, hemispheres or whatever the fucking parts of the brain are. And so they're saying that left-handed golfers typically have, like, better game and are more consistent just as a result of that. That's not true. My dad's shit at golf, and he's a lefty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so so Tom's a statistical anomaly. Though. Yeah. Tom should be incredible at golf. What's wrong with you, Tom? God. But your mom is an incredible golfer, Holy and she's a righty, I'm assuming. Yeah, right? she kicks her ass. So your parents are she just kicks ass backwards. 24-7 at golf. Yeah, but also my mom, my mom loves playing her golf leagues and shit like that. So, Well, then let's break it down even further, because now this is an interesting topic that we weren't planning on talking about. Okay. You and your two sisters golf as well. Who would you say behind Vicky is the best golfer? And you can add Tom in this as well if you wanted to. So Who do you think is the in, best golfer? In my family, league? besides my mom. Yep. My dad, of course. I'm going to put my dad up there. because he, he probably golfs the most as well. He, he golfs the more. Like, besides my mom, he's the second highest golfer in the family <laughs> when he's stoned <laughs> no no not even close god um then i would say third me all right that was uh i was expecting that but i wasn't sure Fourth if you were gonna be or not oh katie getting put at the tail end she no she fucking hates golf she never oh, just, she doesn't go golfing like when we went when we go she's just she wants to drive in the cart and that's it oh okay so katie's she essentially goes, the she goes girl. for the drinks yeah, and social, social aspect. Drinking and driving. But I could have sworn that she was talking about golfing with, like, Meg. Yeah. But maybe that's... So just, on a, no, just, on, just on a fucking driving range. Oh, okay. That makes Like, going sense. to a driving range and hitting clubs. Because, like, I'm the only one between me, Lo, and Kate that actually has a set of clubs. Now, I think you actually forgot about a family member. 
Oops. Austin used to be unfucking real at golf, but his vision went down a little bit. I mean, he's still he's still great at it. He's kind of got your vision. You putting Austin ahead of you though, or do you think you surpassed? Oh no, Austin? for sure Austin's better than me. Without a doubt, he is. Okay, Austin, I'm gonna have to see this in person. We're gonna have to go. Maybe we should just go play around where we just crush like 18 holes and then a whole case. <laughs> Fear a, God. Fear a hole and just Cru- get through and see where it goes. Jesus, that, that gives me the shivies. Well, could you imagine, like, oh, I don't know, that, what would you what would you call the teams then? What, what would we set the teams as? Like, the four, like we do the four of us. Oh, but no, but you can add Vicky and Lauren as well. Like, the six of us. And then Katie, Katie can monitor beers if she don't want to golf. Ugh. What would you say the most fair teams there would be? I'm a wild card because I haven't golfed in a long time, but I don't feel like I would be terrible. I'd probably, like, listen, I would probably average on, like, a par four, I'd probably average, like, a six. And okay. that's being, like, generous. Like, I, I will not, I'll, I'll get a couple pars. I've hit a hole in one in my life, but I'm not your scratch golfer that's playing without a handicap. I'd, I'd obviously be a handicap. Okay. So what would you what would you think some decent teams would be in terms of drinking and golfing? With Vicky being the best golfer, but you got to take into account alcohol tolerance. This is an interesting family dynamic question. Mark didn't think we'd be going down this route, and now he's on center stage. This is why we love it. I think if you say Austin's a great golfer, and or like a good golfer at least, and he drinks, he's probably going to be the most valuable player in this tournament at this point, right? Yeah, probably. Unless unless you pair, unless you pair as like make it pairs, and they all they have to do is kill their case, and one player can drink more than the other, then Vicky might still be the most valuable player if she just decided to drink less. Jesus. There's a lot of variables here. I think so here's where here's maybe what I would think. I would say that the nightmare matchup in, in this game would probably be your mom and you. And I'm doing that solely on the basis that if even if what you are the... Alright, here's my question. Would it be would it be scramble? Like my mom would hit one, I would hit one. My mom would hit one, I would hit one. Ooh, that's a great question. Would we play scramble or would we play... Ooh, okay, scramble makes it different because I was thinking that you were just going to play doubles like going down, but oh, but I guess if you have six, that's kind of tough because you probably have to play a two, two, four on at one hole and then wait for the other two behind. Yeah. Um, unless you really wanted to make it a fucking party. But... Yeah, that makes it different. I was going to say that you could drink and your game wouldn't matter, but if it's scramble, then definitely makes a difference because you would still have to shit. Which shit? You'd still have to hit after your mom's shot. I will say, though, like, if I if my mom and I paired up, A, I'd do good 75% of the drinking for that. 100%. Because somehow in any game that I'm playing, my overall ability gets better when I have booze in me. Yeah, we call them advantages for you. I call them liquid, yeah, it's liquid courage. Yeah, you do seem to perform better. However, this is this is golf we're talking about. I understand that you get better at pool and, and beer pong, but this is a game that we're already not very good at. Yeah, so it's like drink, I feel like drinking won't make it worse for me. Yeah, I probably couldn't get much worse, but I don't think it, it could get much better. But yeah, I would say like if my mom could send out a drive, I'd come. I, my mom would always be driving. Uh huh. I would come in with an iron shot because 
my iron my iron play is my best play. I, you're good with metal shaft. I suck at putting. I suck at driving. Okay. When I'm on the fairway, though, iron game is easy. So you're the you're essentially the the setup guy. Yes, I I would very much. Yeah, I'm you're you're gonna be the guy that your mom your mom drives it into the fairway. You get close to the green or on the green. Your mom hits the first putt and probably gets close enough to either cash for, it for or, me or to have tap you in. tap in. Yeah, or just set up for a gimme anyway. Yes. So. All right, so your whole you're the middleman getting Vicky to the finish line is essentially what's going on here. Yep. So that's that's pretty that's pretty strong. Now, like, there's a lot of different matchups. I don't know. We don't have to get into all of them. Yeah. But I just thought that that was an interesting dynamic. All right, so I'm gonna shoot it back at you. Who who who's the best golfer in your family? Or my rank them. My dad. Rank Easily em. my dad. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm going to put my sister last, but it's she's the same as Katie. She doesn't like golfing that yep. much. She is more social aspect about it. My mom is like she's she's good. Like she doesn't really golf a lot at all though. She like when we even when we were like like belong to our club in California, she didn't like to go that much. Um, but she's a straight shooter. Like she shoots well. I think that I would probably put myself at second just in terms of like how many rounds okay. I've played. But my mom claims she's hit a hole in one as well, so she's Ooh. had her she's had her victories. We okay, don't know okay. we don't know how credible it is, but she likes to bring it up. So she has her abilities as well. I'd say my dad, me, my mom, my sister, and uh, if we did the drinking dynamic, we would probably not finish. Okay, we would probably be obliterated because <laughs> we don't have the uh, drinking capabilities of the Adamite clan. Yeah. So there it is. We just essentially made our own theoretical matches after talking about the match. Yeah. I think, honestly, I would fucking give my left nut to have enough money to be in something like this one. Oh, Could you for imagine sure, being bro. a professional athlete already, sick life, you know? Yeah. And then somebody being like, hey, people, you know, would love to, like, pay, or, I mean, it depends on whether you make a pay for you or not, yeah, yeah, but yeah. watch you play a sport you didn't even play. Just because you're such a big name, like yeah. Tom Brady and Peyton play golf for fun, and people are just like, you know, the best thing that the thing that could make this game go over the top. Let's add two of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yep, like that's so badass. You know, these ugh. it's just a life that that you try to picture, and you're just like, holy shit! Like I couldn't even fathom. But speaking of things you can't fathom, dude, we were talking the other day about LeBron James, and I think it had to do with. When we were watching, or we were talking about the dance yeah, yeah, yeah. originally, last and then dance. we got we got yeah the last dance, and then there we got go. into talking about LeBron James. Yeah, and then you saw something today. What'd you see? So I like I was just kind of going through insert or something, and it was coming up. Like, what if LeBron never followed his NBA career? Which way would he have gone? NFL. What if he What if he played football? Like, what would his career have been like? Because Looking back to his high school time, like, yes, we all know he was unreal at basketball. But he had a football talent, too. He was a two-time All-State player, like, first-team All-State player in Ohio in wow. high school. Like, it's a pretty big I think sophomore team. year, he was first-team. Yeah, sophomore year, he was first-team, like, All-Ohio. And his junior year, too, he was first-team All-Ohio. He didn't pursue football his senior year because – Getting ready for probably for the draft. Well, no, he fucked NBA. up his res- He fucked up his wrist during an AAU game, uh-huh. so he didn't pursue football because he didn't want to. He didn't want to 
like fuck it up even more during. Fo- oh, okay. I was about to say AAU. I thought was basketball. Yeah, my bad. Did I say football for that? You know, no. You said AAU, but then you said that's why he didn't play football, and I was confused okay. because I know AAU is basketball. Yeah, so he didn't want to fuck up his wrist even more playing football his senior year, and he just wanted to follow the basketball career instead. That's insane, and we all know how well the basketball career works. Exactly. Out, so he probably chose right, but I would love to see his like? fucking huddle. A fucking, I'm trying to think, he's probably 17, 16, 17-time All-Star at this point. Yeah, probably almost every year he's been in the league. Exactly. With the exception of maybe one, and it was probably because he was injured. Yeah, it's <laughs> Let's be honest with you. He, honestly, he could be an All-Star every year he's been in the he's league. He's ridiculous. But, like, yeah, I even saw that, uh, who was it? Urban Meyer was recruiting him at one point. Is this when he was at Florida? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Could be, it could be even earlier. He could have been like an assistant, something at, like at that. But yeah, at this point. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, imagine the dude. The dude's already a specimen. What is he like? Six eight, six eight. I think so. Yeah. With leapers, what position he played? Receiver. He had to receiver. Be a receiver, right? Yeah. Absolute receiver. And so think about that. He would be like he's like Calvin Johnson. Well, I'm trying to remember. Like think, a more athletic yeah. Calvin Johnson. Like his junior year, he had 57 receptions. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, honestly, in high school football, that's pretty fucking gnarly. Still, like... I know, For over a thousand yards, I should add. Yeah, that's the more impressive statistic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how he doesn't have 100, 200 receptions, because what is any high school student going to do trying to stop that dude exactly. from catching the football? You know, they honestly, that shows you how much he respected his friggin' basketball career. If he only got 57 receptions a year, like... Somebody was probably like saying, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't like we shouldn't over overuse over this guy because yeah. he's pretty fucking the basketball special." Coach, this the basketball coach person. is like, "You fuck up my star athlete, I'm gonna fuck you up." But think about it too. Like, imagine having a guy like that on your team, and then like just looking at him, and he's still a first like all like yeah. he's a, still a first team all state guy, and that's his second sport. You yeah. know, like imagine being that insanely athletic. It's incredible. And that's not all he does, though, too. I mean, the guy is killing business. Yeah. He owns a part of Liverpool. and he also Football owns, club, we should say. Yes, Liverpool Football Club in England, part of the English Premier League. They are having a perfect yes. Oh, they were having a perfect season until they lost to Atletico Madrid this year. Uh, if you are going to be watching the Premier League, have yeah. to watch Liverpool. Dude, they won like 36 straight games in soccer. And you Which is fucking hard. ridiculous. Because that yeah, Exactly. Like, think about how many draws you've seen. They had one draw. They legit won every game except for they're one draw. They're a great draw. fucking club. Yeah. It's insane to watch. And they're in, like, the tickets when I was there were like 800 pounds. Yeah. Dude, that's like over a thousand US dollars to, yep. to watch them play. Think about that. That's basically like going to a Super Bowl for each game. Essentially, yes. Every, for every game. And I can't even imagine. That was for like a shitty team. I yeah. can't even imagine what a good team like they were playing would have cost. But uh, Exactly, bro. I mean, he's a genius yeah, getting but he, in there. He, I mean, he's also made an investment, I think, back in 2012. He made a $1 million investment in Blaze Pizza. Yep. And that company blew up. Like, LeBron had the setup deal. He was he had a beautiful deal with McDonald's. Uh-huh. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to go to this smaller company, this small pizza place. And that has become one of the Fastest expanding food chains in the U.S. Name recognition, baby. Yeah, and I mean, like, he's been killing the game because since that $1 million investment, 
He's already at $35 million, and it's still growing to this day. Yeah. Some people just have the golden touch. Like That man has it. Yeah. He, like, I want to I say he opened up his first restaurants in Chicago and Miami, and he wanted to build out from there and make it this unreal place and make some fucking money off it. All right, I think it's time we take LBJ's dong out of our mouths. And, well, uh, I'm going to ask one one final question. MJ has been getting so much love with the, with the Last Dance documentary. Yep, yep. As, as he should. It's as he should. Awesome. As I've he only should. seen certain clips of it, but it seems pretty awesome, and I'm definitely going to watch it. Do you think in 20 years LeBron will have the same? Oh, yeah. After watching how successful the Michael Jordan one's been, 100% they do a LeBron one. I wouldn't even be surprised if they did a Kobe Bryant one before LeBron. Kobe Bryant, that's definitely got to happen. It's got to happen. I mean, with the tragedy of what went down. Plus and his unreal career. Yeah, plus his unreal career. But that's why I'm saying I think Kobe's will come out before LeBron's as yeah. well. I mean, he was retired too first. But, like, think about it as well. The, like, Michael Jordan talked about how much he loved Kobe. Like, everybody loved Kobe like they yeah. loved Michael Jordan for hit their competitive drive and their ability to win. So I think when you look at it, plus Kobe played in a time where there's more media as well yep. more recently. So they have way more footage of him playing probably than they for do sure, Michael sure. Jordan. And the, what did the guy win? Five championships? I think so. So Jordan won like six and he won five? That's, that's, like, yeah, that's I mean, goddamn close Shaq numbers. Shaq made a joke. Like every time Kobe put his hand up, like five fingers in the air, he wasn't waving to the fans. He was showing how many times he won a fucking ring. Yeah, and think about that. All the big names that were in The Last Dance, like you're talking about, like Scotty Pippen, like teams, yeah, like the guys yeah. in those teams, everything, like Isaiah Thomas and shit like that, Reggie Miller. Dude, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, yes, baby, Steve Kerr, the winner. But think about this one. The Kobe one's going to have Michael Jordan in it for goddamn sure. Yep. It's going to probably have LeBron in it for sure. Yep. Shaq, 100%. You know, like... T- Tim Duncan, maybe? Probably. I, it depends, I guess, on... Uh, that you know, you'll see Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce talking about yeah, the yeah, Lakers yeah. Clipper or the Lakers Celtics rivalry. So you'll get those names. Oh, for as well. sure, yeah. Just like think of all the badass guys that'll be in his as well. Yeah, I'm super excited to to see that one, and then they're definitely making a LeBron James one. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't made one already. God, um, I think that this is going to be a trend that continues for a while, and they might yeah. actually move over sports like Thirty for Thirties. They've been doing sports videos for a while. Yep. I think that this could be the next thing where the documentaries about players become more of a regular thing. Okay. And I would like to see them mix sports, too. Yeah. You know? Like, I would love to see, like, a Brett Favre one. A Brett Favre one would be fantastic. A Peyton Manning one. Peyton Manning one would also be insanely awesome. I would love to see a Wayne Gretzky one. Gretzky. Could you imagine that? That dude was on a whole different level. Nine, big respect to 99. Big respect to 99. I don't know who you would do for baseball. Just because there's so many. Mike Trout, maybe. Mike Trout. Derek would Jeter. Derek Jeter would be a great one, too. Didn't they make a small thing for Mariana Rivera? They might have. Might have been like a small tribute yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. I'm just trying to remember. But, I mean, there's insane. Like I'm the, list, the list could go. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, all these. Like, Serena Williams, the li- Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer. You can make it for any goddamn sport, you know? Yeah. But I think basketball is such a global sport is why theirs is the biggest. Definitely. You know? uh, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's inevitable. After watching how good it was, it's just going to happen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. now now we would finally no, withdraw the the pumping of the tires yeah. for LeBron James. And we're going to move in to a new subject, 
a new show we've watched. You know how we like to do our reviews yes. about uh, about Netflix shows since we have nothing better to do. Mark, you and I were watching a show, a show that I believe I turned on for the first time. You turned it on. I, I will admit I turned this one on, and my manhood I thought was going to be struck for a while mm-hmm. because this show definitely was very feminine. Yes. But in the end, we ended up liking it and finishing the whole season. Yes. So turns out it was a good thing. We're talking about Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> I mean, God. for all of you that for all you that haven't watched it, I mean, you know we did Love is Blind before. And that one kind of fizzled for us. It I'm did. not going to lie. It that did. one definitely fizzled for us. Because it, it was just the same shit every time. It got very predictable. Very, very predictable. Yeah. And just there wasn't as much like... Live action. Yeah, drama type stuff too. You know, it wasn't captivating after a while. This show, however, was insane. It had it all. It had a bunch of basically Instagram models, I would, I would think would be the most accurate way to just, describe these humans. And then you put them on a resort. Where was it? Mexico? Stop. I, I don't... Did they even ever say? I don't think they ever said. They might have kept it disclosed. Um, or just a bunch of... Think about this. It's a bunch of pent-up horn dogs in a nice-ass resort. And but, what's the one rule, Marky? But no no sexual pleasure. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah. Bill Clinton. That's a live quote, baby. Ooh. But, uh... Yes, no, no sex, no no kissing, no yanking your own shank. No yanking your horn. Yeah, you, you could not give your balls a tug. You literally couldn't do anything. I think the only thing they could do was hug and, like, the occasional feel-love. And a spoon. And a spoon. And they could spoon. sleep in the same bed, which proved fatal which for Which probably made people. it harder. And the reason that they... More things than one. Yes. <laughs> The reason they couldn't do these things is because the show gave them a $100,000 prize pool. Yep. And it was to be split amongst winners by the end of the show. And the way that the prize pool worked was every time you violated the rules, you would lose money from the prize pool. Everybody would. And there's only $100,000. It's not like everybody has $100,000 and if you go sell it, you want $100,000. Yeah. Everybody is in a pool for $100,000. And, like, remember, a kiss would be, like, minus $3,000. Yeah. What was sex? Like 20, 25, yeah, 20. somewhere in there? And I think a beige was like 15. No. What? Be- beige was six. Beige was six? Okay. Then maybe the sex was 15 to 20. 20. Okay, so it was, it was 20. 20. Yeah, but imagine that. So I'm, I think oh, I... I was barely even watching the show. I was more keeping track of profit. Yeah, the uh, yeah, and so were some guys. I mean, yeah. one of the guys was known as the accountant. Like, yeah. people were taking it seriously. Some of them were doing it on purpose, and some of them just sucked, and nobody liked them, and they yeah. didn't get laid, so or couldn't get laid even if they uh, wanted to. Yeah. But there's a lot of slip ups. There's a lot of twists and turns. If you don't know <laughs> what a yoni is, you might as well watch to find yeah. out what that is, because that shit was hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, if you're a guy. It's going to be kind of cringy. We're not going to lie. At first, it is. it's going to be cringy. The narrator fucking blows. Get, like, if it didn't have the narrator, or at least a different narrator... Somebody with a personality. It would have made it so much better. Maybe, maybe actually, if it just wasn't scripted. I think that yeah. was what made it so painful, was it was scripted. Even Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman would make that show electric. Now we see everyone spectating at their yoni. It's everybody looking at their yoni. What was it? What was it? Harry and Alexandra have kissed. Yes. That means everybody will be losing three thousand dollars. 
Exactly. You like, know, like some shit like that. Anything with a Morgan Freeman voice, thousand times better. Yes. And especially a show like that, it would just be insane and hilarious. It would so, be straight jokes, John. I think what everybody has to do is watch it to find out what we're talking about. We don't want to spoil it for you. Yep. We did our live reviews on Love is Blind, and that was a weekly thing. But for this, we just watched the whole fucking thing, and we're giving our final review. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna binge it if you like it. If you're a girl, you're probably already watched it at this point. So I mean, if you haven't, come out from under yeah. the rock you live under. Yeah. Uh, but this one is boys approved. It's pretty funny. If you're a guy, you'll find it funny as well. And I mean, at for this, sure. For at sure. this point in everybody's life, everybody's banging. So if you want to laugh at a couple people that really just can't not have sex. Yep. This is your perfect opportunity. It's pretty funny the lengths they go to to even cop a feel. <laughs> so I uh, I would recommend another thing that shook me the other day, Mark. I actually did the news. So welcome to the Daily News. Johnny's News. Johnny's News. News Only on Channel Im- 69. Only the important shit. Yeah, the unimportant shit. <laughs> Speaking, so let's get into COVID-19. No. <laughs> yeah. I read an article... And it's very speculative. I, I believe there's got to be like a 0% chance that this actually works. Okay. But the article was talking about marijuana preventing COVID-19. The electric lettuce. Now, this came from the source, uh, it, it, which is like a blog or something. I, yep. think, I think it's Canadian. Because the study that was done for the, for the data was from Canada. It was actually at the University of Lethbridge near, near Calgary, uh, which I'm can't fucking remember what province that's in. Alberta, I think. Alberta. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and who the fuck knows goes on up there in Canada. But apparently, they're testing out a lot of weed for medical purposes. Weed! 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 Stay off the weed. If it's gonna help with COVID, no. Smoke the ganja. Smoke weed every day. Now... While this might be speculative, while people might say that has to be dog shit, has to be untrue, the part of it that I most enjoy about this study is, is the depth that the researchers went to do their research. Where did they they get their research from? I know. It could not have been legal. I mean, maybe for medical purposes it is, but one of the things that... Fuck, I want to follow that medical study. One of the things that it said... In the, in the article was that researchers studied over 400 strains of weed. What the fuck? Could you imagine the, uh, like, the sheer quantity of 400 strains of weed that you would need to test? Oh, my. They had to have been sitting on some oh Pablo Escobar-type shit. That's insane. I know. And can you imagine? They probably went through every single one, one at a time, just smoking up. Sparking That's up, not it. putting on a little Bob Marley for it. the Rasta gods. Just smoking left, right, and center, figuring out which is which. And is then the going games. to the bar and just talking to people from unsafe distances, yeah. and then coming home and be like, "I feel fine. I feel know? fine. I don't have COVID." But that was the thing that stood out to me is that these people in Canada had enough time on their hands and enough audacity to say, "You know what? Maybe we should check if weed's the cure." 
And then when they wanted to check it, they did their field research and got <laughs> 400 strains of weed. Jesus. Like, they probably had to go to, like, Columbia for half that shit. You know? Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't have 400 strains in Canada, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God, no. They might have bush weed. I don't know what they have else up there. Some bush latte weed. I'm just trying to picture scientists going to, like, a huge, like, marijuana farm and just being like, yes, we need all the weed you have, all the strains, every one. Yeah. And then them asking why they needed so much weed, and they'd be like, Medical reason. For science. Science, bitch. Science, you know? But if it works, it works. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't tried myself. I haven't studied this yet. So I, I, think, I think that maybe I will have to do my <laughs> due diligence on this one. Lethbridge, help us out. Yeah, I mean, I live with you, and you're already pretty uh, no. disease-prone as it is. But uh, I've been staying good over here. Dude, I got the immune system of a bull. Dude, nothing gets me sick. Yeah, you do eat cold food out of the fridge and probably shit that should have been eaten a while back, too. Uh, You, uh, yes, you are the garbage disposal and (laughs) your body definitely can handle it, I'm sure. Now, I think it's time, though, that we get into some more deeper subjects. That was a very abbreviated news segment, I'm sorry, but that was about the most interesting thing going on in this goddamn world that isn't politics or religion, which we know we restrain from. Yes. Uh... So, I'm sorry, you were looking for uh, actual COVID numbers or (laughs) how Hong Kong's doing in relation to China? No. Weed in Canada for research, bitches. Get used to it. Hey, I'll give you some other news. Budweiser released a new beer. Another diesel? Another diesel. Diesel gold. What's the the difference? Did they say what the difference is? Basically, they say, pour this beer dirty. You know how most beers you got to pour clean? Give it that little side pour on a glass, so... You mean just to make the head smaller? Yeah, just to make the head smaller. smaller. They say, pour this fucking beer Dump dirty. Dump that bitch out. Crack it, tip, and let it flow. I like it. No no, no clean pour. Only dirty pours here. That sounds like a very Budweiser thing to say. Yeah. Of all beer brands, I would not be surprised that... The Diesel is saying I, that I that's need, how it should be done. I need to go find this Budweiser Gold, because... A, the cans look fucking amazing from what I've seen in the commercials. And B, the beer looks unreal. And three. What? That was a Katie oh, reference. Oh, three. Get it. Oh, I, my God. I was hoping that you would get the, the oh subtle jab there. AB, no, we're not getting into that. We're not getting into we're AB3. Not, we're not getting into AB3 night. What we are going to get into, though, Marky, is some philosophy now. Philly's philosophy? I think we're going to get into Philly's philosophy. God, we, have we, haven't, we haven't seen Philly's philosophy in a while. We haven't. Well, you brought in the philosophical questions the other day, I brought so it, I, I, couldn't, brought, I couldn't take credit yeah, from the philosophical questions. Marky gets around. deep, but now we got to get back to Philly's philosophy. Marky's mind fuckery is when yes. we come up with the questions. Yes. Now, we have, for the first question, we have two. How will humans go extinct? <laughs> Absolute dumbassery. I think that's got to be the right answer. Absolute dumbassery. We have to think of a more practical answer. We're not thinking that it's just going to be a huge Pol Pot situation where everybody drinks the Kool-Aid and dies, you know? Yeah. I think it's going to come from some form of... I think it's going to be a disease heating up. I think some form of... One one government is going to make some massive fucking bomb. Okay. And something's going to go wrong in the making of it. Shit's going to go kaboom. And we're going to get fucked. Now, 
I'm a little more interested. I think that extinction is going to be a very slow thing. I don't think it's going to be very sudden. My most, like I've, I've only started thinking about this today, but okay. when it comes to extinction for me, what I'm thinking is, is we're already being such absolute shitheads to our, to our environment, our nature, that yeah. I think at some point what we're doing is going to be hard to reverse. I mean, now we're doing great with staying inside. Everything yeah. seems to be clearing up, which is a great Everyone's sign. Everyone's fucking stopping. But at some point in time, I'm, I'm thinking that our world will come down to, whether it has to do with global warming or disease, that there will be a shortage of one major resource. Now, water is going to be pretty hard to not have since yeah. we have so goddamn much of it. So I'm not saying You're thinking more livestock. I'm thinking more livestock, yes. More, more food, like, for people, you know? Yeah. And when things like that happen, fucking, like you saw how you saw how people reacted when the fucking it's gonna turn it's gonna turn into fucking vegans unite. Yeah, it might have to. I mean, that might be the move at some point in time. But I'm and thinking for me, who is not a vegan, I'm fucked. Yes, you, what it'll be known as is natural selection when all the meat is gone for you. Oh my god, I'm just I'll, I'll let it happen at that point. I'm, so what I'm thinking is is that there will be a lack of one major resource. And that will start hysteria, and then we will find a situation going on, like you said, with the bombs, and that people will end it for themselves. Yep. Because when there's hysteria like that, and people can't get their food, and they're starving, then one group of people will have to do something about it, or will yeah. do something about it, and then the world will be ruined. And, I mean, it, depending on how many people actually die in an event like that, which is catastrophic, and I can't even Who imagine. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, but I, I'm thinking that humans will probably end up doing it to themselves. Like For you sure. Said. Uh, I just don't know how stupid we would have to be yeah. to, to, to do that, uh, to be determined, I guess. The next question is one that's been catching a lot of, uh, um, a lot of steam, a lot of momentum these past couple years, and is is... Is our universe real? Is this universe we live in actually like a real thing, or is life like a computer simulation? I say yeah. I think it is real. But I mean, this is a country. <laughs> no, but this is also me coming out of uh, philosophy, or no, not philosophy, physics 104, aka astronomy. Astronomy. So I know I, I know all the stuff. Big space guy. Big now? space guy. Big space. Know guy. a lot about the planets, dude. Know you? about that big bang. Know a lot about Uranus, I bet. Oh, <laughs> that's an unknown planet. Yes, it's a very gaseous planet. Let's not not very way. traveled. Not very traveled though. You remember that from Letterkenny too? Your girls never put so fingers in your oh, butt holes. <laughs> Marky is uh, Marky is very well kept in that region, I, apparently. But for me, I think. <laughs> I think I, yeah, Jesus, didn't mean to venture into deep water. What the fuck? I think, personally, for me, uh, that I, I want to believe that the universe is real and that I do believe that it is real. The thing that fucks with me is that the universe is, like, ever-expanding, dude. Yeah? How is that happening? Shit's always, shit's always moving. Like, like what else is there? Where, where does it expand to, you know? The unknown. That's, that's the thing that fucks with me. How is there, an, like, unknown to be, like... Maybe to only us, maybe like other people have it shit figured out, you know, on like other planets, if there yeah. are people on other planets. But like, think about that. If it's ever expanding, where does it expand to? Like, that's insane. Yeah. Is How much space is there? 
Like, how much? If there's always more space, where do you find space for space? You find space for space in space. I know, but what I'm saying is, is if our universe is ever expanding, where, like, where did space, like, think about it. It had to have been really small at one point, right? Like, the, the universe had to be really mm-hmm. fucking small. Like, super small. Yeah. Think about it. When it when the Big Bang happened and shit started expanding, at what point is there a threshold before, like, it stops expanding? Or if it's continuously expanding, where is it expanding to? I, dude, I have no fucking clue. These are the things, Mark. These are why you ask these questions. This is where you ask these questions. This is where I think of what bothers me. That's what bothers me. You know? Dude, what bothers me is I don't know what I'm having for dinner tonight still. Well, obviously, even though we just ate Portillo's about an hour ago. So what? You bastard. But, <laughs> but think about it. Like, there. that's why it garners, like, some respect for it being a computer simulation. Yeah. Because if you're in a computer simulation, people can always create more shit, you know? You can create it because you have a platform to create it and you just make the platform bigger. But somebody's doing that. That's why the tough part to think about our universe is, is like, who's controlling that shit? Like, what's controlling the expansion, you know? Just the momentum and the energy from that huge explosion and then everything just, like, becoming huge? Like, dude, I'm not the... I don't go to MIT. I'm not a Harvard guy. Like, I'm not a genius. But, dude... We need somebody to figure out how there's such space for more space always, you know? I, that should have been my senior quote. It was my senior quote. How is there mo- so much space left over for space? No, you need a senior quiet, <laughs> like I, you said. I think, I think you're probably right. My fucking head hurts. My brain, dude, I can't even put it into great words. It's just thank, so, like, it's such an God issue trying to think about. Thank back, because God damn, my head hurts now. And Marky, after the weekend... You know I don't like thinking. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm thinking, but nothing's happening. Yeah! Yeah, that's that's what happens majority of the time until we ask the tough questions. Yeah. But there was a lot of shit that went down this weekend, yeah. as I was trying to segue to. And I had kind of a tough weekend betting on the UFC. Now, once again, I put down live bets yep. because I got cocky, because I brought the world... Two winners out of three picks. Now, I know you're probably not that excited about it if you bet it because the juice on the biggest juice bet hit as I planned for, and my first bet with low juice hit. Uh, but we also lost a two unit bet. So you either got close to even or a little bit up on the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is, it, it is what it is. I mean, two out of three is not bad. But the real thing that bothered me is Barboza got robbed. In my second fight, my two-unit fight that I lost. So what happened? He just won the fight. It went to decisions, and they gave a split decision victory to Danny Ige. Okay. When Edson Barboza was dominating ring control, yep. he, I believe he outlanded Ige too. Now, the, on the cards, the number's a little closer than, than you would think for somebody who you would assume won by unanimous decision. But just the way he controlled the fight... And brought it to Ige. I think that he deserved to win that fight by a decision. Uh, split or unanimous, either or. I probably would have had it more unanimous. Uh, but I'm one person and it takes three judges to pick. So yep. I would have had Barboza winning. I think he got robbed. But 
I did save my night a little bit at the end. I ended up taking Alistair Overeem uh, to win on the money line, and he won. And uh, honestly, Mark, I don't feel good about that bet. Okay. And why I don't feel good is, is I picked Alistair Overeem based off of his career and how well he's done in his life. Uh, and he's a stud. Dude, you know what his first UFC victory was? What? 2003, Brock Lesnar. Oh. He's been fighting in Strike Force since 1999, he debuted. Fuck. He's one of two fighters in mixed martial arts history to have wins in four different decades. Jesus. How insane is that? So I took him, but the reason I wasn't happy about it is Walt Harris, who is the other uh, um, fighter, had lost his daughter last year. Uh, she was kidnapped and murdered. Ooh. And that's just an absolute nightmare for any parent. And this was his, I believe, his first fight coming back from that. And when I saw that come on the TV, that whole story about it, I almost bet on Walt Harris just to, to hedge my bets so I make sure that I just push on the night for, yeah. the, for the title fight. But I didn't end up doing that. I was betting smart, and I was not betting with my heart. And betting smart ended up winning for me. But betting with my heart, yeah. I did feel like a dick. Yeah. I felt like a dick. I did not want to pick that guy who'd been through such hardship to go in the ring and lose. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be a winning gambler, sometimes you got to pick things that make you uncomfortable because yep. you know that they're the right thing to do. That's a small little gambling tip for all of you out there. But if you're uncomfortable with a bet because of an emotional purpose, then the smartest thing you can do is to not bet it because, listen, it's basically 50-50. Yeah. And it, saving money is better than putting it down when you're uncertain. So For sure, for sure. Just throwing that out there for you. And I think that's probably a great way to close up this podcast. Yeah. We've been through it all today. We have. We talked about sports. We talked about betting. We got philosophical. We talked weed. And we had reality TV. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. We covered all bases. We even got a little bit of our life in there, too. We did even get a bit of our life in there. But when is our life not in there? I mean, True. we are in there like swimwear. God. Or at least we're trying to be. What the fuck are you saying, Skid? Sometimes they just happen. No, you just gotta let it hey, happen. We're hitting with the classic saying right now. The classic saying, you know what it is, baby. Is it a brush?